Yo, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Zay the Legend, and it is Black History Month. I realize I'm a couple of weeks behind on it, but hey, it's better to get started than not to start at all. So in honor of Black History Month and to pay tribute to those that created amazing lives for us today and laid the foundation, I wanted to provide you with some little known Black History facts. On February 17th, 1942, the Black Panther Party founder was born. The Black Panther Party founder Huey P. Newton was born, an illiterate high school graduate. Newton taught himself to read before attending Merritt College in Oakland and the San Francisco School of Law, where he met Seal. In Oakland in 1966, they formed a Black Panther group in response to incidents of police brutality and racism, an illustration of the need for Black self-reliance. At the height of its popularity in the late 1960s, the party had 2,000 members in the chapter in several cities. In 1967, Newton was convicted of voluntary manslaughter and the death of a police officer, but his conviction was later overturned 22 months later, and he was released from prison. In 1974, he was accused of another murder and fled to Cuba for three years before returning to face charges, two trials resulting in hung juries. Newton received a PhD in social philosophy from the University of California at Santa Cruz, 1980. His dissertation, War Against the Panthers, was subtitled a study of repression in america succumbing to factionalism and pressure from government agencies the party disbanded in 1982. in march 1989 newton was sentenced to a six-month jail term for misappropriating public funds intended for for the panther party founded oakland school in august of that year he was later found shot and dead on the street in oakland so, Huey P. Newton, I want to give you this recognition and say thank you for creating a movement that we still honor today. Thank you, Huey P. Newton. And back to the show. Little known Black History fact. Yo, what's good, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? This is your boy, Zay the Legend, and I'm back. Welcome to a brand new week and a brand new episode of the Living Living Maximize podcast with your boy, Zay the Legend. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, Greatly appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed my Black History fact. Um that's my goal i've been sharing a lot of black history stuff on my social media throughout the throughout this month and i've learned so much that i didn't already know before so that's my goal um to give tidbits of information some education some knowledge um and i hope y'all can can take something from that and and let's learn this history let's create history Let's, you know, we, we're, we're some important people. Let's, let's not let it be erased. We need to keep teaching our history. There's more to uh, black history than slavery. We did so many great things in this country, and we can't let that be just be erased, despite what uh, our politicians want to do. So we have to keep teaching this. Let's teach it. Let's pass it on. And let's educate ourselves and let's let's continue to thrive y'all anyway i hope everybody's doing well um what i wanted to do is start off by saying i'm not going to be apologetic about not doing episodes as frequently as i say <laughs> i'm just gonna do it um uh, i i think i put way too much pressure on myself so i'm definitely not gonna do that <laughs> anymore <laughs> uh it's just been a lot of things that's happened over the past couple of weeks since I recorded that first uh, welcome episode. Um, so I'm definitely going to be more diligent and, and persistent and try to, you know, get this out here to you guys in a timely manner. But yeah, it's been a lot that's happened. So I haven't really been able to focus on it because of, you know, life circumstances. So just to fill y'all in. Over the past couple of weeks, as of January 31st, I've been laid off from my job. So that's what I've been doing. Like most of my day has been, most of my days has been spent looking for work. On top of that, um, 
I have to move. I was approved for a house and I'm going to be moving in this Friday. Well, I don't know about if I'm going to actually start moving in on my stuff as of yet, but on Friday, I'm going to go get my keys. So we have this apartment until the 28th. Um, so yeah, <laughs> moving is, is, is not easy. It's stressful on top of not having a job and looking for work and trying to maintain my social life and have somewhat of a social life uh, while also trying to be cognizant of my finances because I no longer have an income. Um, but I do have some money that's set aside for me to, to make a living for at least for a little while. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, while also thinking about some goals that I have for myself, like, uh, you know, wanting this podcast, <laughs> I want to start dating. Um, so I, I, I know on the last episode I was talking about, I'm not going to be like focused on if it happens, it happens. Uh, but you know, it's times where you, I just want, I would, I would really appreciate some companionship. So is I'd be finding like little openings here and there. Like I might find a guy that I think that he, you know, it might seem like we vibing and I would go for it. I, I would take a shot and ask him out or, or, you know, actually I did that a couple of weeks ago, me and um, my roommate, Scott, we went out to, I, I took him out. We had a whole day. Um, that's one of the other things I've been doing this Black History Month too, uh, is trying to educate white people. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, uh, I wanted him to to see some sides of Atlanta that he's never seen. Um, just experience more of Black culture that he's probably never experienced. Um, see more of Atlanta that he's never seen. So a couple of weeks ago, I took Scott to the King Center. He got to go to the, the National Historic Site, to the Visitor Center and go through that museum. It was a great experience for him. He he learned a lot. Um, he got We got to go to the King House. We toured the house. And our tour guide was amazing. I wish I remember her name because she uh, I learned more in that tour session than I ever have in years of, <laughs> of history classes with full of dr king information so thank you tour guide uh, at the king site that was you are wonderful i wish i knew your name but it was great um and after that uh we went to we were looking for something to eat and we went to this hattie b's restaurants hattie b's hattie b's hot chicken and little five points uh well we were about to go to vortex but then I'm like, you know what? Neither one of us have had Hattie B's before. I had been wanting to get it for a while. And we drove by and I'm like, you know what? This is the perfect opportunity. It's a black owned restaurant. Uh, it's Black History Month. So let's support. Let's get us some fried chicken. You feel me? So we stopped and, um, and we got in there. And the person behind the counter who was taking our order, he, which, he just caught both of our attention he was just so energetic like he he was doing this with the people in front of us but when he got to us he just like he he seemed like he really loved his job <laughs> um yeah he, he I, I love people that love their job uh, <laughs> that love what they do uh not just love what they do but just, just look that seemed like they're loving life <laughs> um they, you know it, the, the service industry is not can be tough <laughs> working in the restaurant i'm sure it has its downsides you got to deal with some shitty people but he just you know he seemed like he really likes talking to people he really likes serving people he just had this this energy about him that i was just i that encapsulated us and he just he could go on and on he could talk he talked to us through the whole menu and answer any questions we had um, we sat down. Uh, it didn't take us very long to get our food. Maybe like five minutes to get the food. So I did, you know, AA plus for that. Um, had to be easy. Y'all got it. Um, and he brought the food out to our table. And while in the midst of me and Scott having our conversation, we were having a good time talking. Um, he comes back just to check on everything, you know, see how we're doing. 
and he's a he's a very talkative guy he was uh you know in that moment most people would you know i'm just saying hey i'm saying uh you know hey we're, we're doing good thank you for checking on us but you know he i guess he overheard something he said and he got in on conversation um but in that moment i was like you know what fuck it like me and scott we were talking about oh he's kind of cute <laughs> so i took that moment to be like hey you know i know this might be might seem a little forward um but i you know you you seem like a very you're a very attractive guy and i hope you don't take that the wrong way you know because if you say that to the wrong person then they they get offended by it for whatever reason well i don't understand because shit like even if you're talking to a straight person and you say that they're attractive then i mean i if i'm straight i'm saying i, I appreciate it and you know I'm, I'm not gay but thank you so much you know that that made my day <laughs> for somebody to say i'm attractive but you know uh, i digress but anyway i said that to him and he blushed he was like oh he kind of put his hand to his chest a little bit he stepped back he was like wow i'm really taken aback by that and i was like you know what if i was too forward you know um you know if i i don't want to offend you i'm like okay i apologize about that i just you know felt like i had to take my shot and he's like no 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 that was it was a very charming thing to do and i'm just kind of taken aback he said let me get back to you i'm gonna go you know, I, I guess he said, I'm going to go think about it for a second. He walked back to the front of the restaurant and me and Scott, we just kept talking and Scott was looking at me like, okay, I see, I see. <laughs> um, and what's crazy is that I'm usually like, if I go to like a club or something like that, if I go to a club, I'm always the one that is assertive. I'm like, if I see somebody I'm attracted to, I, I speak, I, I, I speak, um, I do. I'm, I, I, it's never, it's usually never someone comes to me to speak to me. Um, excuse me. It's always me going to the other person. Um, so it was, it was different for me this time because this wasn't in a club. This wasn't somebody I already knew that we were just, he was just my server at this restaurant. You know, I, I had never seen him before. Um, but he was given, you know, I, I was, he, <laughs> me and Scott were talking, we were just kind of like, does he seem like he could be gay? And it just so happened he was, he came back, <laughs> he came back to the table. Okay. So I thought about, he's like, okay, I thought about my answer. And you, that was a, a very upfront thing to do. It was very charming. And my answer is yes. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> I was more surprised that he said yes then i was surprised at the fact that i just kind of took that shot you know i'm not i, I i'm proud of myself because uh, i look back at when i was a teenager um, and i was afraid to talk to girls or i was just you know i wasn't the most confident person but as an adult i don't give a fuck <laughs> i really don't <laughs> i mean i just you know i feel like you live once and why not you know if i'm in a setting where i know that people are you know not going to be offended or or even if they're not gay you know they, they know they're in a an area that is influenced by lgbtq culture then they're not gonna like cuss you out <laughs> so in the in though if i feel like i have the opportunity then i i definitely speak up um so i'm proud of myself for that and it felt me it made me feel really good that he got back to me so yeah trying to expand my dating circle a little bit even though we have yet to go out we exchange numbers and whatnot i don't know if he's just busy all the time he's very slow to respond to text messages and i don't want to be that person that's like sending multiple text messages at a time and that person doesn't respond back i've done that um you know we've exchanged we've kind of had mild conversation in a text message but um but nothing substantial we haven't come, i've come up with an idea for what we can do on a date i said that we can do it on this date and this time something happened he changed you know he i had to work he said hey we're gonna have to postpone i was like okay cool i understand that let hey when is a good time for, that we can try again he never got back so I'm not upset about that. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm still happy because I was I did that and it worked. So um, 
I don't know if I should wait for him to reach back out to me or if I should reach out to him or if I should just let that shit die. I don't know because I'm still kind of like meeting new people and stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm go- just going off on a tangent. But yeah, that's one of the things I've been doing over the past couple of weeks is, you know, trying to meet some new people, some some potential mates, you know, to occupy my time. So, you know, I have some sort of companionship if I ever feel like I need some some company. Um. I haven't been journaling as much as I would like to, so I'm definitely going to make that a goal of mine, um, starting to write and journal and read more. Um, my therapist said that, um, shit, it takes, in the time that you are scrolling through Instagram or whatever, Facebook, whatever social media you got, you could, you know, obviously you can grab your journal and write in it, you know, um, and I told him that journaling has made me feel at peace, so, um, why not you know i'm going through a very stressful time right now so i'm gonna get started back like writing on a regular basis uh journaling and and i might get back into poetry i used to do it when i was in college but i've told myself that (laughs) um, part of the reason that i was writing more poetry in college is because i was around a bunch of poets and it kind of motivated me to do that so i haven't really found that motivation to write a poem but hey maybe if i'm just kind of in that moment in that mood uh, of already writing if it just pops up in my head then I can write a good poem <laughs> um and I mentioned that because my what I wanted to talk about on this episode was um some things that I myself some things that I do to kind of take myself away from worldly things to get myself out of stress and just everything that I that's going on and not just the world but in you know my life and and how to remove myself from thinking like a trillion different thoughts all throughout the day like honestly that's what I do (laughs) there it's it's I'm I'm it's stressful thinking about my stress (laughs) it's stressful thinking about everything that I have to do all the time and what I'm not doing and what I could be using my time to do and but I'm instead I'm doing this I I put like like I said earlier I put way too much pressure on myself I'm definitely trying to do better with that um so yeah I mentioned journaling is one of the things that I do to find that peace um, I really do take myself out of everything when I journal um, I found this this little book in Walmart one day when I was doing some Christmas shopping it says my life in sketches 365 sketch prompts to reflect everything to reflect everything about your life every day so basically it is a little journal book every single day of the year 365 days out the year there is a prompt and like day one it says Uh, your breakfast today so in that journal entry i obviously i wrote what i ate whether i'm not a breakfast person at all i do not really do breakfast and maybe it's because i don't like to cook but i did mention what i ate but along with that i talked about some things on my mind um and the set day two was your favorite part even though I don't go to the park all the time, I do. I mention some places that I like to go, so it really helps. It does get me out of everything, and I, you know, if that's something that works for you, I encourage you to do it more regularly. Do it better than me. Shit, <laughs> I'm working on that. Um, just set aside time, even if it's a few seconds or five minutes out of every day, to to just journal. My therapist said that I should start trying to getting the practice of of um, meditation so he gave me some tips on how I can get started because I've heard great things about meditation but honestly I don't know how to do it <laughs> um I remember I had this conversation with a girl that I used to work with some years back and I told her I was like man sometimes I delight just like turning everything off i turn off my phone I, I turn off my computer i don't be around people i just you know i just kind of take even if it's five minutes out of the day to just nothing um and she was dumbfounded by that she didn't understand that concept because your brain is like feeling it feel, you constantly are thinking stuff you you think you have to be doing something all the time but sometimes it 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 really does help to just turn everything off to 
to just reset um, and gather yourself. And I feel like that's part of meditation, kind of putting yourself in that space. Um, my therapist said that what really what meditation is, is putting yourself in that space where you turn everything off and you just allow yourself, your, your brain, you turn everything off, including your initial thoughts, like get out of your head to allow your head to be its head. (laughs) Um, and just allow your brain to think you can't, he said that you, you can't think about thinking or you can't think about not thinking. You let those thoughts have thoughts. You don't try to try to refrain it. Uh, it's really hard to explain, but if you get what I'm saying, he was telling me that that is the concept of meditation. So that's, I'm going to try that. But I told him that my first step in my meditation journey is journaling more. So I need to start journaling, like getting that journaling is part of my meditation. So I can journal and then, and as well as meditate. So those are a couple of things uh, that I do to take myself away from worldly things and out of my own self. Um, And what I have found from doing that is sometimes this is with me. I know I my thoughts, even though I feel like I can really be in my thoughts, a lot of those thoughts are those deep thoughts that maybe I've never acted on, or maybe I've always questioned when I meditate or when I, when I do have those moments where it's just me and I'm, it's, I'm in my thought, I found that those deep thoughts (laughs) are actually true. You know, like it's real. (laughs) I, yeah, it's it's man, it feels it feels amazing to to get more in touch with yourself um, and your thoughts and finding out how to to manipulate that. Um, what are some other things that I do to um per, to bring myself out? I definitely take walks. Um, I used to take them more frequently, but I I always say especially if you work an office job or if you work sitting down or in front of a computer for most of your day, even if it's for just five minutes a day, just going outside and breathing fresh air. Uh, it's not just good for your body and you know, that, that physical need that, that, that obvious exercise that your body needs every single day. But, um, it's good for, it's good for your mind. Um, fresh air is good for your mind just getting out just get fresh get some fresh air (laughs) it really is uh walk outside for five minutes ten minutes and get away walk just walk and just breathe breathe fresh air and it works um just take yourself away from the office because it works i have found that to work exercise um and this is something I'm going to get deeper into when I mention how it does help. But yeah, the exercise definitely um, gets you away from worldly things. Uh, I have an LA Fitness membership. Uh, my roommate told me he doesn't, he hates going to the gym because he's a very social person. He likes always being around people. He likes he just, I don't know. He, he, he's, he's social. <laughs> um, he hates going to the gym, LA fitness in particular, because when you go to the gym, it's like everybody's in their own zone. Um, he said, that's why he wants to do more activities like playing basketball and stuff, as opposed to just going to the gym and working out because he really craves that social aspect of physicality. Um, that's you know some people are most people in in public gyms are kind of have their headphones in and they do their own thing while other people are on the basketball court in the racquetball in the pool or whatever um but however you choose for that 
for you to get away, whether that be in solidarity or the social aspect of exercise, uh, definitely get the exercise that your, your body needs. Um, because once you start to have some sort of physical or exercise in your daily life, um, your stress level will definitely go down. You'll feel better. Um, feeling better will make your mind better. Like your your physical appearance, your fit, your the way you are physically will make you better mentally. So take care of your body, and your your mind will also be taken care of as well. I found that to work for myself. Like every time I go to the gym and I get done, even if it's not like a really strenuous workout. I get done and I'm like, damn, I feel good. Like, shit, <laughs> I needed me a good stretch today. Or I shit, like, you know, I was like, you might feel a little tight, a little sore, but you're like, shit, like, I feel fucking amazing. <laughs> um, it's it's really necessary. So I encourage you to get that that exercise that your body need, re- <laughs> requires, whether that be the social or the, you know, getting away from in your house or or your job or whatever is stressing you out in your day you know you can have that solitude put your headphones in and get on the treadmill for 20 minutes or you know whatever works get that exercise what um yeah man it's a bunch of things (laughs) it's a it's a those are just to name a few things that 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 i do that have been working for me at least for you know, the past month or so since the the year has started. Um, and man, I, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, how good I feel now. I do. I feel good. I do. Like, despite me not losing, despite losing my job, I do feel good. Uh, I'm a firm believer that things happen for a reason. I have been looking for a job for a while um for a, at least a year because there is just had been a bunch of different things piling up that has kind of like pushed me over the edge when it came to my job and i always knew that i could do better i always knew i could earn more and it was just a bunch of things um but when i was looking for those jobs it was more like passive you know like i I'm, i definitely want another job but you know if i apply and i this interview goes right and i got it but if i don't then I, I, you know for the time being i have a job but now it that it's required that i have a job that's also you know adding to my stress but it's it's a it makes me feel good because i look back and i i'm the position i'm in right now every company that i am applying for any job i'm applying for I'll be making significantly more than I was making for the past two years with the company I was I was let go from. Um, it's not even just about the money. It's just about being in a different environment, man. Um, and it's, it's just time. I, I want to learn some new stuff, uh, some new skills. I want to work on some different projects. I want to um, put some new software under my belt. And I just wasn't getting that with the company I was with because... You know, I just feel like I, I, I just came to like a, a stalemate with them. Like we weren't doing anything new. Uh, we It was the same process for two years, day in and day out. Uh, they put a lot of work on us and didn't give us any resources whatsoever to get the work done. I just got so tired of it. Um, no raises, no bonuses, no increases. Uh, the only thing I did like about it was how open, how pretty much... Um, flexible my, the leaders of my team were if you needed a day off uh you got the day off if you need to come uh stay uh come in earlier you can come in earlier uh you need to take a short lunch break you could like they weren't like micromanagers at all they were really cool leaders uh but it was more it was just so much more than, than just <laughs> i I'm, i got tired and the, the position i'm in now I'm getting interviews back to back. Recruiters are reaching out to me. Like, this is, man, I just feel good. I know, like, my, at first I was like, man, I wasted two years of my life at that place. Like, seeing where these opportunities that I'm getting now, like, why the fuck did I spend so much time there? But when I talked to my brother, he was like, don't look at it like that. 
you have to look at it like, okay, before you got this job, you were not in a position to make this type of money. This job gave you that, you know, that experience that, that would get you that income that you're now about to make. Um, also you, you've met some people that can be a good reference for you. You, you got some more experiences. You got that leadership under your belt. Like you, that's how I got to look at it. (laughs) So one thing I found from this is that, you know, things happen for a reason. Um, but also I've, I've learned to take a lot of, uh, negative and turn them into positives. So I don't look at my time with that company as a complete waste of time like I did before, but it's just a stepping stone for me to get where I really want to be. Um, so I say that for a lot of you in the same uh, predicament, especially for people, you know, this, uh, at least for the past six months or so, there's been massive layoffs, uh, especially if you work in the tech industry. Uh, so hang in there, you know, your next big opportunity is coming. And I, I know that mine is. So you just got to hang in there as well. So, yeah, man, stick it out. You got this shit. You know, we got this. You just power through it. We can do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, y'all. I am coming up on my 30-minute mark. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's, 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 I, I love this. <laughs> um, when I come back, I'm definitely going to be speaking more about what I got planned. And just, yeah you know, some things I got going on for the show and, and, and what y'all can expect. So appreciate y'all for tuning in to live and maximize and uh, I'll be right back. All right. What's up everybody. Um, I am starting a new segment on this show because I got some things to say about the things that are going on in this world, in our culture, in our society, in our community, in our city. Um, and I feel like there are a lot of things that go unsaid. So I got I'm a I, I got an opinion and I'm gonna speak about it. Um so this segment I'm gonna do it especially on the episodes when I'm just speaking. Um, I, I will probably include these on the episodes when I have a guest as well, and I'll include other segments on those episodes, uh, when I have guests, but this is definitely going to be included going forward. So the segment as of now, I might change it, but it's going to be called Zay got something to say. So Zay got something to say. I got something to say. <laughs> Zay got something to say. All right, y'all. Um, here we go another day you look at your phone you go on google just open up your browser turn on the tv and it is another day in america where there is a mass shooting when are we going to be in the day where people are no longer saying america is the best place or the best country in the world like prove it. <laughs> I want to see how, what are we doing to move? Like, are we moving in the direction of progress to show that America is the absolute best place to be, you know, the land of opportunity, the home of the free, the land of the brave or how the fuck it goes. I'm not seeing it because as of today, the mass shooting that killed three people and injured others at Michigan State University is number 67 in 2023. And we are only in the second month of the year. You know, uh, it's it's quite it's very sad that we are now in an age where we are desensitized to this type of information. Like if you when you read it, <laughs> you hear about it, and you keep scrolling it or it's like, Oh, here's another shooting. You don't even get sad anymore because you almost expect it. (laughs) It's, it's, I don't have the word. Like it's, 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 it's terrifying that we are now there. I mean, it's always been an issue but never like how it is now. When are we going to have leaders who are actually starting to act 
and do something about it. Like I shouldn't live in a country or in a society where I have to question whether or not I want to go to a place that has a lot of people because there's a safety risk. Because somebody might do something terrible and create a violent situation. You know, I was talking to my sister yesterday. She just started this semester at UGA. This is her first time being away from home. And maybe this is me watching a lot of true crime stuff, but I am, I'm so worried. <laughs> but not just because she's a girl, but because of stuff like this, I don't it it scares me. I don't want my sister to be in a situation like that and her end up being the next victim. Nobody should be. Like we send kids, parents send their their children to to school, to I mean, elementary, high school, to college thinking that it's 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 safe. A lot of these situations, a lot of these incidents are happening in communities that are presumably safe. You know, some of the, a lot of, most of them are not happening in metropolis areas. Um, and and, and <laughs> you're sending them to areas that you feel like this is a good place for my child. Apparently not. You know, when are we going to be in a society where you don't have to think about that anymore? When when are we going to be in a society where when I look at my phone, it's actually sad again? Uh, we, it's like I said, it's expected. And it, that is terrifying for the future. It's I'm terrified for the day that I decide to procreate and have my own children because we're not moving in the direction of progress. Why the fuck do we have people, why is it legal for people to be walking around the streets with military style weapons? What the fuck you what what the fuck do you need with something like that? Biden got up there during his State of the Union address and proclamated a ban on assault weapons. And a lot of people booed. You know, we live in this country that was built on that right, that Second Amendment right to bear arms. When that, when during this country's founding, it was a reason why that amendment was created because people were afraid that the government would would kind of take over. There would be a government takeover. Well, do we still live in that in that fear in that society where we have to be afraid of the government? You know, don't governments exist for a reason? Like, of course, I don't want to live in a society where the government has control over my every movement. But I do think that, yeah, we live in America. We are supposedly have supposed to have certain freedoms that other places don't. You know, I'm proud of that. But I think there are a lot of liberties that should be limited. <laughs> you know, if you give people too much, then they take advantage of it. Um, how about we put some limitations on things? I shouldn't be afraid to walk to the park. It's 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 sad. It's terribly sad. So yeah, that's I. They got something to say about that. We need we need to stand up. And make a change. Um, after 2018, during the Parkland shooting, they've been having this march every year called March for Our Lives. I don't know how much of a difference that has made nationwide. I know that it has caught a lot of politicians' you know, attention in certain cities and states, and they, they have made changes. But we need national changes. We need more people to take part in stuff like March for Our Lives. Because 
the people who are fighting so hard for this right and this freedom for 18 year olds to be able to walk into any place that sells weapons and walk out of there with a weapon without a background check or yeah, nothing. <laughs> All you need is an ID saying that you're 18 years old in the state of Georgia now. The same people that are trying to protect that right are victims. Their kids are dead. Or they could be the next victim. It could be you. <laughs> we got to do something about this. So they also got something to say about something else too. And that's about history. About the erasure of the truth. We got a governor down in Florida, Ron the dumbass, <laughs> Ron DeSantis, who is making laws to eliminate certain aspects of history being taught to our children. And he's focusing more on the black part of the history. You know, I find that crazy because we went through school and history was nothing but whiteness. And I, it wasn't until I became an adult that I started learning about real, like our history, like our people and the contributions that African-Americans had to this country outside of us being slaves. There's so much more to black history than slavery, but he doesn't want you to know that. The reason why is because he's so afraid of white, little white kids growing up with white guilt. This guilt. <laughs> ah, go on, just get the fuck out of here with this shit. This is America, right? Like, I should be able to learn my kids should be able to learn the truth. You know? I it's 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 terrifying that you have people that are out here protesting and banning books that teach children about history that doesn't pertain to only white people. You know? That puts white people in a negative light when it's the truth. You don't what? You don't want to your kids to know about slavery or the dark past of American history, like Jim Crow South. <laughs> and not just that, like there's so much more to it. And there's so many great things that black people have done to this country that America wouldn't be what it is today without it, without the contributions of our ancestors. And it needs to be taught. So somebody needs to stand up. We got we got to get the, we got to stand the fuck up. Um I applaud so many of parents who are choosing to unenroll their students from from public schools um because of laws like this. Um a lot of parents are choosing to homeschool their their children and students because it's not right. We should be able to learn our our own history. Anyways, that's my piece. Zay has something to say. Y'all let me know what you think. Peace out. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? I am back. Thank you so much for tuning in to Living Maximize with your boy Zay the Legend. Yeah, it's been a good 30 minutes. <laughs> Um, just gonna go ahead and wrap up the show today. Um, I hope y'all took something from out of my head, out of this world, um, and hope that you can find something that you, or that, I mean, if you, if you can't find something, I hope you already have something that you do to release. Like, what is it, what is it that you do? To, to get away from everything that is going on in your head and in this world to kind of take a step back. Um, I would love to find out. I have just uh, released or launched a new email. 
So if you guys have any topics that you would like to discuss, anything that you want to provide some feedback on, or anything I discussed in any episode, if you have some artists that you, you know, want to recommend to come on the show, whether that be spoken word, uh, musician, singer, rapper, authors, um, painter, shit. <laughs> you can send me an email at live and maximize podcast at gmail.com. That's L I V E A N D M A X I M I Z E podcast, P O D C A S T at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as quickly as I can to let you know. And we'll go ahead and set up some time to go ahead and put everything together. <laughs> you feel me? Um, what else? Um, yeah. So what I also wanted to do is just talk about, I think I did this last time, just talk about some of the things that, you know, that we got coming up. So I have some guests that said that they would definitely be on the show. Uh, Amanda Ross, uh, she just did her 14 ways, 14 days of loving on you. And I loved it. Um, I want to have her on very soon because she's just, such a light to have um just she emits positivity into the universe and we need that so i'm gonna try to kind of iron out some things um for from the podcast you know get her some some good get her a good interview <laughs> before i invite her so i will keep y'all posted on on when it's happening davia willard she uh i mentioned before she was my map sister and she has this fashion blog um I forget what it's called. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and look it up right now. I think, let's see, Davia. It is called Curvy Style Inspiration. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. But, but yeah, so she is just really, really cool. And she's just she just she just loves she loves herself okay she she is a woman with curves and i love she just puts that she just i don't i don't have the words <laughs> i'm losing my my thoughts here but yeah abdavia is just she is a social media influencer with curves okay i i i, I keep saying this curves okay because she she owns that shit okay and she she wants people who look like her to feel good about who they are and how they look as well. So I would definitely love to have her on the show. So I'm still ironing some stuff out to speak to her. Also, Tree the LPC, the licensed professional counselor or therapist. Um, uh, she has a podcast of her own. Definitely going to have her on. You know, these are just some guests to name a few. Also, I want to get Scott on or someone similar to Scott so we could just have a one-on-one -on -one, you know just like a little random conversation i'm gonna get get him on um also some some event some segments i'm gonna do on the show i'm gonna do one called um overrated or underrated that's gonna be on when i have some guests on the show uh i'm still gonna do they got something to say um i'm still gonna keep the black history thing going on throughout this month i think that's really cool if y'all follow me on social media then i definitely try to throughout this entire month i've been putting some some really cool interesting things to highlight uh black history black creators black chefs uh, uh black atlanta I, I definitely put that out there so yeah I, you know the education is always good um what else go ahead and follow follow the show on all social networks especially on mastodon i'm definitely being active on mastodon i put the links in the, the description so go ahead and click that uh, i told y'all about the email follow me on my personal um, instagram i'm not going to be checking instagram as fluently i'm going to try to use the show instagram more so than my personal book um, you can also follow me on snapchat at the legend there as well um, if you go through that link on Anchor, you can also send in a question to the show on Anchor. Um, yeah, man, we just vibing and live. <laughs> uh, 
uh man i really hope you guys enjoyed today's show i I appreciate it again thank you so much for taking the time to listen and yeah we got a lot of things coming on this year i will be moving soon um moving into a house i'm excited about that um so uh, some changes coming up i'm i'm definitely gonna be getting you know always gonna be straightforward with y'all about things going on in my life um i got my hips are killing me i definitely have to have hip surgery i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and do it i've been biting it biting it biting it but i'm gonna just i'm gonna go ahead and fucking do it because there are a lot of things that i want to do and like including playing tennis and this fucking hips it it hurts so much like it's a pain that comes and goes and when it comes it it fucking hurts i i can't take this shit no more i don't want to do this but i'm gonna go ahead and just bite the bullet and do this surgery i have to do it on both my hips not looking forward to it i don't want to do it i don't want to do it but if i want to get back to the old zay then i'm gonna do it um trying to tone up my body i'm trying to eat healthier drink less I'm, i'm doing better on that so you know let me know how your fitness and, and health and, and, and wellness journey is going as well. Uh, I would definitely love to, you know, if you got some good tips <laughs> I can apply to my, my life, I, I'd appreciate that. Well, I, I can't think of anything else that I, I guess to say. Um, I, I said everything about my social, uh, how you guys can email me. Again, that's live and maximize podcast at gmail.com. I'd appreciate it. Um, I don't have nothing else for you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the show. Appreciate y'all for taking the time to listen to me. Got some big things coming up soon. Y'all stay tuned. I'm going to be active on all social platforms very, very soon. Just cleaning up some things here and there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be out there, man. But let's all use this to create a community so that we can live and maximize our lives together, man. I appreciate y'all. I pre- Man, I, lo- I-, I love it. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. Again, thank y'all so much, and um, y'all peace out. Live and maximize. Ah, cheer.